Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, so I've been wanting to do an episode on politics, and some of you guys might just hear that and want to turn this off, and that's okay. But if you can, just hang in here with me because I think that this is an episode that a lot of people need to hear, especially if you're a believer. And, you know, too much of my generation is caught up in politics. Uh, We mostly see uh, what is going on in the world through social media, not through our own eyes. And so we're focused on things like what party do you represent? Are you conservative or liberal? Who did you vote for in the last election? Which separates a lot of people. And then people also want to know, who are you going to vote for coming up in 2020? You know, and I think that we end up using this as something that's divisive. And the fact is, is that we have it all wrong. Yes, it's important to be informed and to contribute as an American. But have you ever thought, where are you getting your information? Who says one party is better than the other or one is worse than the other? And why do we have to decide who's better or worse? Why can't we just be nice to people who believe differently than us? The fact is, is that our viewpoint on political things is at best misguided on both sides. Let me give you a perspective that I think is going to challenge the way you think. And it might even frustrate you because, you know, I'm not going to sit here and just go into my whole personal political beliefs because I really believe that being someone who follows Jesus is a higher calling than just being an American. I'm very proud to be an American. I'm proud to be a Texan, but I am more proud to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And whenever you become a follower of Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what country you're in. You know, in Matthew 6, 33, and this is the verse I'll go back to a couple times in this episode. It says, but seek first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. Now, for me, I have certain values that align with a certain party that can change in the future because parties change and the way that countries look change, but God never changes. Who he is is constant and his love never fails us. And I like to think of myself as someone who is not just a human being, that gets to have some spiritual experiences at times, but I believe that I am a spiritual being who is having a human experience on this earth at this time. I believe that there is a life beyond this earth. There's a life beyond being an American. There's life beyond being a woman. There's life being beyond being a Democrat or a Republican or a liberal or a conservative. And the most important thing is who I'm founded in, and that's Jesus. And so if I really want to do what's important in my life, I have to seek the kingdom first. I have to seek God's ways first. I don't really think that if Jesus was here, he would align with a certain political party. I think that, yes, of course, based on his actions and who he is, he has certain things that would align with a party or another or with different leaders that we hear talk or another. But the fact is when things get political, I just have to tell you that they're not always truthful. They're not always totally candid. And a lot of things that politicians promise don't ever come to fruition because they're looking for your vote. 
and they're looking for a certain body of people that can align with their vision that can get them into office. So I'm not saying these people don't have their own belief systems and stuff, but all I'm saying is that politicians in general have to play a game and in the kingdom of God, there's not any games. It just is what it is. Truth is truth. So in Matthew 6, when you know we read, seek first the kingdom, now this next part says, and his righteousness. A lot of people get that super, super confused because they think that righteousness is some impossible level that we could never reach. It's this perfection level that's impossible. And righteousness, the, the basis of that word just really means um, to be in right standing with God. So it doesn't mean to be perfect. It doesn't mean to never mess up. It means to be in right standing. So to have your heart right, to have your focus right, to have you know, your intentions right. And so if you're seeking the kingdom and you're seeking his ways, which is his righteousness, then all of these things will be added to you. So what are these things? These are the things that we need. These are the things that we hope for. These are the things that God has for us. Anything that we lack He's going to add whatever needs to happen to our lives when we're seeking what's most important. So even in this season where we've been in like the midterms and there's been so much craziness happening on the news and around us, I wanted to do this episode because I wanted to challenge you as a believer. Don't get caught up in the media. Don't get caught up in a party. Don't get caught up in a certain public figure. Get caught up in what's most important, which is seeking first the kingdom. Yes, of course, of course, we have to do our part and we have to vote and we have to be a part of of what we value and aligning with that. But America and its politics are not the kingdom of God. There's going to be imperfect leadership. There's going to be imperfect humans. There's going to be an imperfect system because it's not the kingdom of God. So, you know, I think that it's interesting because it's a lot of scriptures in Matthew, but Matthew 13 44 through 46 says the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search for fine, of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it. Now, when I look at this scripture, I'm thinking of people who have means they have money they have a way to make a decision of what they're going to align with and what they're going to value and what they're going to treasure now this is talking about a treasure or a pearl i think so many of us are are selling our time and selling our emotions and selling our focus on things that don't matter most i want to challenge you to inform yourself you know i've been going through a season with me and my husband where we've been we've been getting really informed on what's happening in the world and in America and in politics and we're passionate about you know what we believe and what we value but i'm not more passionate about that than i am the kingdom of god i think that believers get so caught up in media and how they feel about people and how they vote and how they need to vote that they forget what's most important to be a believer and to love people and to be a christian is more important than your political party it just is And like I've said before, because I know some people are going to get riled up about this, it's important that you vote. It's important that you know your values, etc. But what's more important is that you value the kingdom, that you value God's ways, that you're living that life before you're ever projecting anything else. And, you know, in Matthew 23, 37 through 40, it says, and he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. 
On these two commandments depend all the law and, and the prophets. So here's the thing. The enemy loves to divide. He loves to separate. So guess what? He's going to use anything he can. He's going to use your gender. He's going to use your political bias. He's going to use um, your color and your background and your traditions and how you view the world through your scope and your lens. And he's going to try to use that to separate you from people. But here's the problem. The Bible also says that God is love. And if you don't know love, you don't know God. So we're supposed to love God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind. I look at that and I go, okay, I have my, my, um, my intuition, my thoughts, my values. I have my, my soul, who God's created me to be. And then I have my heart, which is my rooted emotions. So I've got my emotions, my mind, my soul, who I am spiritually. Yes, I'm supposed to love God with all those things. And then second is just as important as those. You should love your neighbor as yourself. Why can't we love people that are on the other side of the aisle? We don't have to agree with them. We don't have to align with them, but we can love them. Why is there so much hate? Why is there so much divisiveness? I'll tell you why. Because the enemy loves any divisiveness. He, he loves any way he can distract you from your main goal, which is to seek first the kingdom of God. It's not to seek your opinion. It's not to seek your way. It's not to seek your political values or what you want other people to believe it's to seek God first and you know I think that so many times we got we get so caught up in that and you know Colossians three seventeen says and whatever you do in word or deed do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God the Father through him can you say that everything you do and everything you say and everything that you're projecting is in the name of Jesus if you're a believer are you are you projecting God's love to other people, when you're saying your political values, it doesn't mean that you accept everything they do, but are you, are you producing like a, a, a version and a message of your life of love for people? Because I think where we get so messed up is we're so focused on our opinion and how it's right and how other people are wrong and how these people shouldn't live this way and, and these people shouldn't be allowed to be call themselves a Christian, blah, 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 blah. Like there's so many different arguments from Christians specifically and yes, non-Christians, but what I'm talking to specifically is Christians today. You know, in Exodus 23, it says, you shall have no other gods before me. I think a lot of times we're not like worshiping like a golden idol, but we're worshiping our own opinions over how God wants us to live, how God's told us to live. And Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your, your path straight. He will straighten your path. So what happens is we have all this confusion. People don't know what, what they should be focused on. They don't know who to trust. The media is telling us one thing. Our heart's telling us one thing. Our you know traditions are telling us one thing. Our family's telling us one thing. And we have all this confusion. First of all, if you're seeking first the kingdom, if you trust in God before you trust in what you think and you ask God for insight, you ask God for wisdom, guess what? God is the one who sets up rulers. He's the one who sets up kings. Yes, our president and our political leaders are not kings, but they're rulers. And he wants us to honor those authorities, but not over who he is. And he can give you insight and wisdom and counsel on how to vote and what to do because he can see past the political perspectives. He can see past the motives. He knows how he's going to use that person. And guess what? Whether you like who's in the office or not right now, God's going to use them. He's always going to use who he allows in office. We might see it as a negative right now, but guess what? I'm not trying to go too hardcore here, but I'm pretty sure when Jesus died on the cross, 
it didn't look like it was a positive. And it's the same thing in our life today. We can see something is not a positive, but if God's in it, can't he use it? Can't he speak to that person? Can't he reach that person? No matter if they're a Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, whoever they are, God can reach them. So we have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and not lean on our own understanding. A lot of times we're putting our own understanding and our own thoughts or maybe others' thoughts above God's and we're not seeking first the kingdom. Therefore, we have an idol in our life. And the enemy loves it because we get distracted because we're not trusting in the Lord with all of our heart. We're trusting in our understanding and our thinking over what God says, over who God wants us to be. And we're confused and our paths look crooked and weird. And guess what? I want to tell you today. America is not the kingdom of God. Yes, we believe, you know, some of us that America was founded on Christian beliefs, but that doesn't mean that the people who founded it were perfect. I have a lot of issues with the way that America was founded, but I also am grateful for a lot of the ways that it was founded when it comes to including God and religious freedom, which a lot of people get mixed up. The separation in church and state was not meant for the government to, or the, for the church not to get involved in the government. It was meant for the government not to get involved in the church. And people get that super confused. And if you want to go research that, that's that for yourself, you can. But the whole point of that was so that we had religious freedom because they didn't have that where they came from. So they wanted to fight for religious freedom. They wanted to have freedom to worship God. So what happens is we get so messed up and we're thinking like, America, you can't do this. You can't allow same-sex marriage. You can't allow this, this, and this. Here's what I want to tell you. America is not the kingdom of God. And we can fight for the ways of God and the things of God to happen. Or, hey, abortion shouldn't be allowed. Or all these things that people say. That's fine. But America and its policies are not the kingdom of God. So we can fight for things biblically. But you have to make sure you're interpreting those things right because God cares more that you love someone than he does that you put a policy on them or that you agree with their lifestyle or not. Like, to be completely honest, I'm not gonna go on a rant about all of this, but most people that are gonna listen to this, you aren't even honoring God with your life. So how are you supposed to tell someone else how they're supposed to live? You know, um, in Psalms 27, and I'll end on this, 27.4, it says, One thing I have asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple. You know, a lot of times we're not even building our own spirituality. We're not building our own relationship with God. And therefore, we become like a religious person that tells other people what to do, that tells other people what to think. Instead of loving people, instead of being focused on, on love, and, and understanding that, yes, there are ways that God wants us to be, but God's the one that changes people's hearts. He's the one that leads them. We need to be there to be counsel and help people and love people along the way, but we're not there to condemn people. We're not there to judge people. God put us on this earth to love people, to show him, to be his hands and feet, to show him his love above everything else. So today, I want to challenge you. Yes, be a good American. Yes, vote. Yes, vote with your convictions. Make sure you're informed. That's all important. But I want to bring you back to the first scripture that I shared with you in Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Whatever you're worried about today, whatever you're focused on today, don't be focused on things of the flesh. Yes, we need to be here and be in the moment and be a contributor. You know, one of the things my dad always says is, don't be so super spiritual that you're no earthly good. God puts you on this earth for a reason, to contribute, to be a part, to change the narrative of our country and of our states and of our nation. 
But what I will tell you is condemning people, judging people, causing separation between people is never what God intended. It's never what Jesus would want. We need to be focused on being a part of the kingdom before we ever are an American, before we ever are a Democrat, a Republican, a Libertarian, before we are ever like saying, I'm a part of this party, you should be a follower of God. And if you're not representing that well, I don't really know how you're going to be a balanced or unbiased anything. Which, if you looked at Jesus and who he hung out with, and you're somebody who's really focused on what people should and shouldn't do if they're a Christian, like you're wanting to judge people and tell them how to live, I would look at what Jesus did. Jesus was in the homes of sinners. Jesus spent his time with sinners, not with religious people. Let God transform your mind. Let him transform your heart. Instead of just having an opinion, why not bring it before God and let him show you how you can think about that, how you can view that. Not being judgmental, not telling people what they should or shouldn't do. I don't know why people do that. Like who made you God? Who made you the decision maker of interpretation of scripture? Who made you the leader of that? God's the one that can interpret scripture. God's the one that can tell us what he meant by it. Not our own opinions. So I want to challenge you today. Don't just be a person who is uneducated. Don't just be a person who listens to what your family's always done or what your family's always believed or what your ethnicity believes or or what this part of the country believes or or what you think aligns with the Bible. Like get to know what the Bible says about certain things. Really know, but understand first that it has to start with love. And Love is what leads people to repentance, not you arguing with them, not you being hateful. I hate seeing people being hateful to people about political things. Like the enemy loves that. If he can distract us and get us off point of what really matters with stupid things like politics, like really, then he doesn't have to destroy us because he has us distracted. He has us off, off purpose. And we get so upset when people don't agree with us. We get so upset when they don't see our point of view. But if they felt loved by you, they would probably be more open to your point of view. So I just want to leave you with this thought. Don't try to fit America into the context of that it should live by the scripture. You live, you live by the kingdom of God. You live seeking the kingdom of God first. And our world and our life and the people around us will be transformed, not by our opinions, not by our yelling, not by us making a stance or taking a stand, but through our love, through them understanding that they're, they belong before they ever believe. God will love them and he loves you before you ever love him back. And guess what? He's going to keep loving you even if you never love him back. So vote, understand your values, go do what you should do, but understand who you belong to and whose you are before you ever belong to a a political party, before you ever, you know, side with a certain leader or vote for a certain leader because whoever they are on whatever side, they're flawed. And the only person that can reach them, the only person that can lead them, the only person that can use them for our benefit and for God's benefit is God. The enemy will use people just as equally as God tries, or God, the enemy will try to use people just as equally as God can, but God has overall power and he will speak to our leaders and he will lead them and he will guide them even if you didn't want them in office. So this is usually an issue of trusting God and being informed and living your life right more than it is the Christians are a certain political party or my ethnicity is this political party. So, you know, an episode I'm going to do in the future is called, or I don't know if this is the exact title, but it's going to be focused on who do you represent. And I hope you look forward to that, but I hope this challenged your thought process today because 
so many people get so hung up on who they are politically and how they can't be friends with people or they can't talk to people. But if you're a believer, that transcends and overrides all of that. You have a way to connect with people on all sides because you have love. And if you're not living in love today, push yourself. Challenge your own thought processes because God wants us to seek his kingdom and his ways first. And then he'll add everything to us. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Keela Craft Ambrose.